make um, or are planned. Uh, this really wasn't restricted just to people who are retired, but and, and maybe who anticipating retirement in the in the near future, but maybe even the long distant future with with some who are much younger than most of us here, uh, so that we can uh, not just have these these times come upon us and then suddenly find that we are 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 bored, um, that we are deteriorating in 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 our mental facilities and physical facilities because we are they're not being exercised. And it's interesting, if I could just tell a little story about the uh, one group that I'm a part of. Um, I'm working with a consultant team that is made up of, of uh, four partners, uh, three of whom uh, had retired and found their lives non-productive in the professional field of, of education. Uh, they, the one was getting in his wife's kitchen too frequently and she needed, she needed him out. Uh, because he was in her way. Um, he found that playing golf every day was not what he had anticipated as being a pleasurable thing anymore. He got tired of it, uh, especially as his game got worse as he got older. And, and so some of them got together and said, you know, we should really make use of the experiences that we have had in the field of education and see if we can do something productive. And the energy and the excitement that's come out of that group really made it one attractive to me to be a part of. And, and so, uh, even, you know, just even professionally, uh, it, it's, it's such a joy to be able to be part of something that where we can uh, use the, the experiences that we have, have had in the perspective and, and be able to gain uh, and help other people in that way and make, make our lives productive. Um, uh, I would like uh, folks to, to sort of like go around and tell um, share some of the things that they have found that have made their lives um, as, as the uh, challenge of what we have here uh, is, is, is suggesting uh, that we would be productive during the so-called retirement years. And in my initial statement, you know, I made the comment that there is no such thing as retirement according to scripture, at least there's no description of it, and the word does not appear, at least I have not found it. Has anyone found the word retirement in the Bible? sit under the fig tree, right? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can do that only so long. Um, I'm not sure how this is going to work with a recording. We might have to do is just pass this around as people talk. But I'd like to start with some of the people that I contacted first by telephone. Uh, if you would share at least one thing that you found uh, that, that um, uh, is making your lives productive. Uh, but I have to say that uh, being uh, officially retired according to the to the government's definition uh, to me the, the the twofold greatest advantages are is one is uh, there's a, a reduction in the amount of pressure that I was under as, as a full-time school principal and elder in the church and when I would have to stay at board meetings until maybe 11 or 12 o'clock at night and then get up at 5 in the morning in order to be able to be in school and to be able to have a whole productive day uh, that, that pressure was really something that was heavy in addition to all the church work. To find myself relieved of that, um, my blood pressure is closer to what normal should be, um, and, and, I'm, and, and I think you know, the, the amount of, of, of stress is certainly less. That, coupled with the idea of, of flexibility of time, is certainly an advantage, you know, where we can um, do some traveling and, and be able to um, uh, serve in the churches more, more frequently and more productively has certainly been an advantage for us. I'd like to just sort of like go around. I'm not sure which way we'll go, left or right. We're going to go this way? Okay. If, if you would just... 
Uh, share at least maybe one thing and we'll come around. Well, it does not say retirement or Bible. There is some things I think indicates. To everything, there is a season, a time and purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. And I think we are in the pluck up time. I'm going to skip down to the 13th verse of Ecclesiastics. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the goods of his labor. It is a gift of God. I personally value my freedom that I have now very much. Uh, and I don't feel guilty about that. I think I'm in the time of life when we have a right to back off, uh, one of the things that brought that home to me very emphatically was when my wife died. My whole outlook on life has made a 180 degree turn. Not that I was wrong in my productive years of making a living, uh, but there is a time to put that away too. Uh, my life is not here to see how much wealth I can accumulate for what? To give it to the kids uh, or what? Wealth is a tool, I was a, as most of you know, in the construction trade, and tools can be used for good or evil. My toolbox could be throw me in jail as uh, tools for breaking and entering, or they can be used for an honorable profession. And wealth is the same way, and our time is the same way. Uh, I have not taken on three part-time jobs at one time. I don't recommend that. Uh, I have uh, give Habitat for Humanity three years, and I have found what I give, I receive more than I give. Uh, it was a very eye-opening experience for me. It exposed me to lifestyles that I knew existed but never really experienced uh, or been close to. We lived a very sheltered life. I hope my children have lived that sheltered life, which they have. And it's good to get out and see what's in the world and see what we can do. I know we can't make great contributions that, boom, uh, poverty is no more, but we can make one step along that way. I have found <clears throat> it gives me time to do things uh, that I couldn't do before. Uh, I do go fishing. I do play golf once in a while, but if I did that every day, I would soon lose interest in it. Uh, but I, it is a good time of life, I think. You know, we got a <laughs> glasses and everything else that goes with it. <laughs> we had quite an adjustment after I got married, and I was not. And when I retired from my job, which I had for 30, I think 34 years, uh, as a secretary, it was a lot of sitting, and I, um, of course, as a secretary, but you do get up and walk around. It was. I enjoyed the 
being with people every day and the stimulation of my work. And after we retired, I mean, all of us women know whether we work outside the home or not, that there's a lot of things to be done in the home. With my mother being sick for so long, I used to come home from work and put on my other hat, and I mean, I was busy, busy, busy. After she passed away, there was a void in my life because of all that busyness, and I even volunteered at a re uh, nursing home, a retirement center nursing home for a while. And then after a while, I thought, hey, I don't have to do this anymore. So, But it was just takes a little time for that transference of uh, what you're used to. So again, there was um, the busyness of, oh, it, you know, getting resituated in a different home and settling in and all that. But uh, it, that took a little time to get used to. And then I found when I was all caught up with that work, then there was still kind of, okay, now what do I do? And I had to uh, find other things. Right now we live on a farm. I enjoy getting out in the garden. I enjoy the moving around. I have more t we do have more time to take rides. We did a lot more last year or even the year before. Once we got on this farm, we did have quite a bit of work. And this year, for some reason, we have been very busy with other things. We, and every now and again, Roger will say too, it's time to take some time for ourselves. And I agree. <laughs> You know, you spend a lifetime uh, making a business. I was in the, con in the construction, too. And you spend a lifetime getting clientele to build houses for, and you struggle, and you buy tools and then vehicles. And, and then, then you do that for 30, 40 years, and all of a sudden, you stop. And then you turn down jobs. It's, well, I wish that I had that years ago. You know, it's just altogether different way you think. And uh, I even started selling some of my tools that I used to need. <laughs> it's just a funny feeling to give up things that it's worked with, so and it was handy to have. But uh, we moved into the retirement center, which was a real blessing for us. And there we have opportunities to not help with the maintenance of it. What, uh, we have a, a man that does it all the time, but a lot of times there'll be some carpenter work that needs to be done, and they feel free to call me, and I'm, I'm glad I'm available for that. And I feel it's one of God's callings for me. And we have, we have time. I can have some time with the grandchildren that I didn't have before. If they're getting mom's for a little bit, I can say, well, let's, I'll take you to get your bikes out, and we'll go down and take a ride together. And spend some time with them and that it's just a it's a good, good feeling to be able to have some time that you're not on a schedule and payroll anymore you can just keep on enjoy life so and they have some stories here well, I remember as a child that um, we lived on route 42 which was the main route between Columbus and Cleveland and a very busy truck route. During World War II, there were no restaurants, and some people didn't have gas. There would be a lot of, and often, bums, we called them, walking from Belleville, Lexington, to Mansfield. And, and 
that some joked about that they thought our big elm tree out front was marked because we'd often get one say, would you have a meal? And my mom was delighted to pick up whatever she could and feed them. And uh, there would be days she'd say, no, I just wish a bum would come by. I just got one serving that uh, it would be good. And I, I, um, I felt the blessing of that. And today, in, in our, when I have one serving left, I say, Cliff, my mom would say, I wish there'd be a bum. But I have an old neighbor lady that we used to live by that's 89 or so, still lives alone, and she is delighted for those bum meals that I can take. Or I've had, uh, this year, a number of honeydews that were no good. I got a really good one and took her a piece, or fresh peaches that you get from the market that she can't get out and get. It's been a real blessing. My story's a little different. We weren't planning on retiring. All of a sudden, one day at work in September, uh, Randy was offered a retirement package, and he was surprised, but he realized that in a few weeks he would be 62 years old, and the and the Social Security, uh, he felt we could uh, be retired. And he, his desire was to uh, be more free to do the Lord's work in the church. It looked like the door was opening up for that. So there we found ourselves retired by the end of the year. Uh, since it was a surprise, we had no retirement plans to get away. Um, pay doesn't kick in the day you retire. A few months uh, months for security and three months for uh, pension, so you, you didn't go off to some uh, exotic island somewhere. You just started to adjust. Also, which was different for us was they still have two children at home. So in my mind, I did not feel like we were retired. Um, so it was a big adjustment for me, going from having my daily routine, and then Ranny was there, and the children were there, and we were more or less coping with finances, uh, or we're going to uh, still raise these two children and get them through college, and, um, the adjustments so that at a stressful time. So after a few months, that did work out, and um, we found ourselves very busy in the Lord's work. Uh, it's a very big effort for us to ever get away because we do have. Uh, um, a big family. We have 30 grandchildren to pay attention to, and if it's not one party, it's another part, birthday party or a school program they want us to go to, and we try to balance this. Actually, it's been very great having Ranny home because when I have something planned, he'll babysit me if one of the girls uh, or one of the uh, daughter-in-laws need some help. So he'll, he'll babysit for me, and I, I sort of have more freedom than I had before. So, um, we're getting used to it now, and we love it. Uh, the freedom that we have. Um, when I used to do something for someone in the church when a need came up, it was very, very stressful for me to make sure that the family of had their meal before on another meal for someone else. And that would make a very busy day for me, and, uh, sort of stressful. But now I enjoy it when it comes my way that I can help someone I'm available. Yes, I can come over. Yes, I'll be able to get a meal to you. And, um, 
the, the days when it was so stressful for me to do this, you know, making meals and things for people, it was a training time for me. And how much more now that I don't have the stresses of raising the family should I be available and how much easier it should be for me. But on the flip side of that coin is now we get a little more tired. Well, you know, I did this today and I'm a lot more tired than I was when I was, uh, you know, 20 or 30 years younger. So um, we want to be, retirement years, we, we want to be available to serve the Lord in the best way that we can and people know that our door is open if they want to come and talk to Randy, we made a, uh, an office out of one of the bedrooms. It's a private place. We just love having the people come and serve in this way. There are times, I must admit, that we feel like we need to get away. And we found out big trips are not good. Too many things happen in the church where we're needed, so we make short little trips. But once in a while, God will bless us with a, some time away in the wintertime when things are toned down a little bit and not too much is going on and then we feel the Lord has opened the doors for us to go. But we love what we're doing. We love the fact that we don't have the stress of time frames like we quick supper and we got to quick make it here or there. But we can do some of these things uh, during the day. And, um, I'm very happy that the Lord gave Ryan and me time to spend together now. Uh, we were very busy when we were raising the family. I can remember the two lawn chairs that we had on our porch at the end of the season. I thought, why did we even put these out? They got cobwebs on them. They're not even clean because we really didn't have the time. We used to have a large garden. But we find ourselves now sort of rolling back the camera of time and seeing that our kids were where we were we do to help them? What can we do to help the younger couples? What can we do to help the people that are older than us? They were there for us when we were in our 40s. And we, we do not want to forget their love that they shared with us and helped us. So it's a very adventurous life. You get up, you might be getting down to scrub the floor, and the next minute you know you're, you're at City Hospital. There was a call. That took some adjusting for me because I had to have sort of a structured planned day when uh, the family was home. And now I am learning how to let those things go and that they're not important, that people are more important than getting things done that'll be there for tomorrow. Well, in some ways, I still feel like I'm on a merry-go-round. <laughs> um, we, do, we do have more time together, and um, I do babysitting for the kids. And I still have a mother to take care of. <laughs> it's been very difficult these last several months. But I think things are finally getting a little bit better. And God has taught me just to take one day at a time. And don't think about the future. Just live for today and do what you can in this day. And tomorrow will take care of itself. Maybe I can make it as short as she did. <laughs> uh, 
I really was looking forward of retirement and planning ahead and and uh, sort of I was looking forward to it. But it's funny, probably everybody makes the same experience. You know, once it comes closer, and you think, hey, this is the time perhaps uh, to get more serious. I got cold feet. I, I I wasn't sure if this is what I want, and I prayed about it, and I just was not sure what I want, you know. And I tell you, it was marvelous how it worked as far as work goes. My place was sold and, and sort of, it, it was, timing was just perfect. I just came uh, of retirement age and everything was beautiful. And I would like to mention, retirement did not turn out what I thought in my mind how it is, but I was prepared to, to accept anything. Because I'm not the person who wants to sit down and do nothing. I never thought this is my retirement. I thought maybe we'll travel more or we do, uh, I don't know exactly. But uh, it's funny, there's so much work around the house and on the whole block that people know if they have a problem, they come by me. And that sometimes, until last year, there were a bunch of old people there, uh, two or three, they could not even take care of their own. I, I went to cut their own. Of course, I cut mine, and, and uh, sometimes uh, children will do what they should do, so I pitch in there, but I slow down on that. Sometimes there's a, a lot of problem mechanically in, in, a, in a house, even the other people, you know, the air conditioner doesn't work, or the furnace doesn't work, and they call me first, of course. I tell them, I'm not going to go into big things. But uh, I don't mind if they come and sort of I make myself useful, but I enjoy it because it's not regimented. I, I, I can do as I please, we can travel, we, as Joyce mentioned, we can spend more time together and, and do things uh, just the way we like to, not uh, just get up in the morning, run out and, and uh, work eight or ten hours and everything to, um, I really enjoy uh, retirement and I serve the Lord better that uh, I enjoy it, I'm ready for anything, whatever the Lord has in store for me. Well, you may be wondering why we are here, because people are still surprised when we tell them that we are retired. I think we are a blessed people, since uh, church is the center of our life and is our family too. Uh, it's not like people that you meet sometimes at work, what are they going to do? Uh, at our early retirement, I was thinking about retiring, but then there came such a good retirement package along that I just couldn't refuse it. And we figured having enough to live, why continue? Although I had opportunity to just continue right on with uh, two jobs I can think of, they would have been full pay. So I retired over a year ago, and um, our family always was church-centered, thank God for that. And if you live in a big city and a small church, and if you're committed, you're going to be busy. There's just no way. And I must say that sometimes our family was too busy, like when you are too busy running from one place to another and 
you know, our boys, they, they cook, they bake, they clean, they iron. I don't iron, but they iron even. All those things, because they were needed, because in our busy schedule, or sometimes I call home, I can't make it home, you know, put the supper on. So we all are all there. Uh, <clears throat> and so it was too busy. So I actually heard to retire first, but ended up, I ended up retiring uh, before her. And I think it helped because last year was especially busy. Especially busy, I must say. She was busy. The boys were very busy. And we don't have a TV. We doesn't take any time. Sometimes I ask myself, what would we do if we had a TV? We just don't have the time. There's just so many other things that need to be done and should be done. And we thank God that uh, our boys, they are also fully involved in church. So this past year, I was your typical home husband, you know, did cooking, did cleaning, did whatever was needed to be done. They helped too, but I, I felt that it helped somewhat to release the load on, on, the, on the rest of the family. Now my wife retired at the end of this past uh, school year, and it's now real retirement begins, I hope. Uh, in our monthly ministers' meetings, when we discuss things, we always there's so much that needs to be done. And in a small church, it's about who could help here, who could do this, and so on. And, and it's few people really that you know that you can de can depend on to do things. So hopefully, we can help more there. Now, it's good to be not bound to a schedule. Now, when before, when you used to do visiting, you know, it had to be right after work because you can only do one thing in the evening after work because of the distance you travel and so forth. Now I can ask them, I say, well, when would it be convenient to visit? Because now I can adjust the rest of it to it. I can drop whatever I'm doing and, and go, go. Doesn't matter. As you can see, I'm, I'm tanned and it doesn't come from a golf course, or I don't lay out either, but we have a bigger property, and that in itself uh, can keep you very busy, can take all your time if you let it. But I must say, I really enjoy that. Just to be out, to, to look at things, to check for the nests of the birds on the trees, to check on the trees that are growing, to see the different things. It, it, it's so enjoyable, and, and it's so good to be able to, in gratitude, turn to God and thank him for it. Nobody's around, but just to be thankful. I believe that praises God too. Now, <clears throat> since my wife now retired, and uh, this last month was especially hectic, especially hectic, with her involvement and with things winding down at, at her school and with visit, visits that we had, uh, it was very hectic. So really, retirement for us both, uh, I hope, is starting after camp now. Uh, there are many things that, that we like to do together, and especially now the visitation we can do together. And, and I think it's so much nicer when you can go together to somebody. You don't have to do all the talking. You, I'm not one to talk much, and you, know, you can take nice little things along, and uh, people really appreciate that. So I hope that we can do that more now. We can also have more often people over. 
like I felt in the past, sometimes we were so busy that I didn't even dare to suggest, well, you know, let's have, no. We did most of our visiting in Toronto is done at church, really. Because to see somebody, it takes the whole evening to, to go and see them. Uh, we like also, we are blessed to live in an area where there are other churches also, and so we like to make use of that and, and have done already to visit, say, midweek uh, service, visit the churches. This way you don't have to miss out on, on your own church service because some of them, they have service on Wednesday. We have our CFG on Thursday. So it's, you feel kind of guilty when you, when you do go and uh, there's a need at home and, and the go are just visiting off. We hope to do that more often. We also hope to, to travel more afield you know, to make perhaps circuits to go and visit and see things and, 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 and so forth. And whatever comes up, uh, you know, we are involved in, in church. And Margaret's going to tell you about the most asked question. I haven't heard it said. Asked. I think we're what you call the junior seniors at this point. Maybe we'll be still helping out some of the seniors as well as doing some other things. Um, I've worked outside of the home um, most of the time that we've been married, except for seven years when the children were little. And so that did bring a fairly hectic lifestyle for us, and it necessitated, like Eckhart said, uh, involvement on everybody's part. And during those years, there were times when um, I felt there were droughts in my life, and I remember praying to God and asking him that if it would be possible that after I finished my career that he would grant me good health for a number of years that I would like to pay back for those times I haven't been able to do as much as I should have. And so I feel that the Lord has honored that and I wanted to I want to honor my promise in that. And so I have some goals that I have begun the last few years to try to accomplish. Um, when we did camp a few years back, um, we began to make up the camp lessons for the primary division. And after having done it for two years, um, we really felt that there was a need there to begin to able to, we're not often able to, to buy lessons that are suitable for our needs. So we have a small committee going, which I have started, and uh, we've made up um, two years of lessons and we hope to make up four more years of lessons. So I feel that that's going to keep me quite occupied. That I inherited somehow along the line the old lessons that began many years ago for the um, Sunday school from grade four to grade eight. So our church began using those and I have developed the seat work and my aim is to put it onto a disc and make it available for other churches if they would be willing to have it because the seat work is now on. They can change anything if they wish, but that's another goal. That I have in mind. Just recently in our little group that we've been um, developing these lessons, um, somebody went to some kind of a workshop along the way and, and uh, we had the idea that we'd like to organize a Sunday School Teachers Conference that we could um, put into a centralized location and invite a number of churches to come to and just for Sunday School Teachers for teaching methods, for planning, for a number of different things. So that is one thing we hope to do. Now, involved when I was working and found that I all maybe in some respect even more than needed in that department and 
there, when you're a teacher and you're in it for the teaching, uh, to give that up. And, uh, some temptation, I'd like to do some curriculum development. I'd like to do some <laughs> teaching packages and that kind of thing. And I was approached. But my, my aim and my goal is that I want to put God first because sometimes along the way it, throughout my life, that maybe that wasn't always the case. So I'm trying to put that in the back burner, even though I know it would really interest me and I'd love to do it. I feel that my first primary goal is to accomplish those things. We're fortunate maybe at this stage to have grandchildren at this point, so we're not occupied with them. I feel that there are some good years that I can still give to the Lord. And that's all. The most are questions. Oh, the most. <laughs> I'm getting tired of answering this question when they say, now what are you doing now that you're retired? I feel like saying living, <laughs> because really you are living. You're living a different lifestyle, but it's still living. It reminds me of the question that people always used to ask when I was single, I was single for nine years. Why aren't you married yet? <laughs> so you try to people beyond that question, and maybe just an icebreaker, they don't know what to say. So. <laughs> Certainly, I think other than, than Brother Ned, probably I'm the older retiree. Um, I hope to retire when I was 62, uh, which would have been March 1994. But my boss had other ideas and uh, persuaded me to stay to the end of the year. So I was almost uh, 63. Um, I've kept busy by. I don't need to tell you being involved in the church at large, uh, as well as the church at home, uh, on the elder committee seven years until our last elders meeting. Um, and I've done, over the years, uh, management training and consulting work for smaller companies on a part-time basis, which, like everyone else, if you enjoy doing it and uh, people appreciate your efforts, it will be more and more and more and more. And I I really appreciated the scriptures Brother Roger because in retirement now for another and and it's fish but the thing and would like the or the asking God, you know, Lord, uh, you, know, you know how many years I have beyond 70, if any, and I'd like some clear direction from him what I should do with that time. It's clear, uh, you know, our, our minds, our bodies, and, and our kids. Well, and we need to start listening 
to our, our bodies and our better uh, pretty soon. So, um, you know, having gone through a work as far as driving time, I have wanted my services, and you drive two hours, and you teach four hours, and you two hours back, and it's snowing for old folks to do, I guess, in spite of the fact I have a four-wheeler that I can do it in. But uh, the thing that I enjoy most about it is the the fact that it's not regimented, you know, don't have to be there, open this factory 5.30 every morning, don't have a bunch of key. I, I was a kid, I was a big shot, the more key, the my belt, boy, I'm glad to get rid of some of those keys. Every one of those keys is a responsibility, and I'm glad that most of those keys belong to somebody else. That, secondly, that I really enjoy most is the fact that Leon and I can be together. I'd rather be with her than any other person in the world, whether we're making jam or walking around the block or whatever. And, and, and I believe that's the nicest thing that we enjoy now. She really always had the feeling that we would never live long enough or have means enough to be retired and do things together. And a week doesn't pass that she doesn't say, you know, honey, I can't believe it, how good we have it. And, and we really do. And we have lost a couple of our dearest friends, one of whom was a sister younger, a lot younger than we, in, in the past year, and it taught us. doing a lot of work with the church. He's an elder already and said, you know, I hate going to church without you and I hate having to have to uh, go out of town without you. And he said, why are we doing this? Why, at this point in our lives, are we putting ourselves under this kind of schedule? And so it was also at that point in time where our daughter um, became pregnant with her first baby and she still needed to work. And so we just decided that it would be better if I would stop working so I could help her with her uh, babysitting and I'd have to get in outside help. And uh, so I've been babysitting grandchildren um, basically the rest of that time so that the children could work. If they're not working as steady now, but we're still available and, and we have more grandchildren. So the time gets full anyway. And um, I did have a difficult time when Johnny was retiring because when I grew up, Dad never retired, really. And it wasn't a thing that you did. <laughs> it was, uh, oh, oh, the work ethic was just very, very strong. And uh, Dad and Mom would frown on people that retired at a decent young age. And so I was, I was feeling very guilty when he decided to retire. And I, I had a hard time with the whole word. Uh, felt like we weren't something wasn't right and uh, I was also nervous about how we're going to do this. We're, we still have years ahead of us and we still had a lot of expenses that we had to think about and helping out with the children and um, didn't know that was going to work. So all those things come into play and, and um, you gradually work them out and see that you know the mountains aren't as big as you thought they would be. And, and the thing that I find interesting now is that when we weren't, when he had a full-time job and I was a full-time mom, you didn't have to think about a schedule. It was just there. It was made for you. Well, you know, you, 
the husband and children left and you had your, your daily routine, you got a lot done too. And now you can move your schedule around. You don't have to clean on, on Friday or, or Thursday. Uh, sometimes you don't clean at all. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's true. <laughs> you know. say, well, just shut the door to that room and don't let anybody go in there. <laughs> um, so you can move your schedule around, and in a way, you are now more accountable, I believe, for your time than to God than ever before. Um, because you can move it around. You have to be careful that you're not moving it around uh, just to fritter it away. Because you can do that too. And uh, you do, you do t- want to take trips, but Johnny, I have a, I'm a guilty conscience uh, when he says, let's take a trip. I just think, well, the kids are going to need it. So, you know, the, uh, what about this hallway that we've never wallpapered? We bought the wallpaper three years ago and we never got to it. I used to get a lot more things like that done now than I, than I do now. And to me, it's a, a puzzlement. I still haven't figured it out. <laughs> I do think it's because you just have less energy than you ever had before. <laughs> <laughs> 